broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Chicago, Illinois, it's time for Chicago Business Radio. Brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and before we jump into today's show, I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Firm Space. Thanks to them, because without them, we couldn't be able to share these important stories. And we have a great guest today. He is the CEO and co-founder of Sound Off Design. So please welcome to the show, Daryl Sneed. Welcome to the show, Daryl. Thanks very much. Glad to be here. So we're going to jump right in. Tell me a little bit about Sound Off. What do you guys do? So we are a lifestyle apparel brand uh, based here in Chicago. We got started in 2016 um, in terms of kind of creating the foundation for the brand and really kind of took off, I'd say, in 2018, 2019 um, with, I would say, a collection of everything from uh, T-shirts, sweatshirts, snapbacks. Um, so the category of items that would typically fall into lifestyle streetwear based uh, garments. And our design ethos is very much grounded in bringing, bringing voice and statement to style and fashion. So we very much look at a lot of what's happening in in our current landscape and how to translate that into graphic design and art and kind of marry it into lifestyle essentials. Now, has this been a passion your whole life or did something like an event or something in your life happen that made you get into this business? Uh, no. So I would say Sound Off was a um, an opportunity that came about uh, kind of haphazardly. So I my background has predominantly been in healthcare. Um, so I, I started off actually as pre-med uh, in college and then ended up uh, going the route of MBA and ended up in management consulting and healthcare and then ended up in uh, a couple of various different uh, exec roles uh, in professional advisory based companies in the healthcare space. Um, I'd always had a, a passion and interest in more visual creative spaces. So I started a design brand. Uh, it's now called Recorso back in 2012. Um, which is very much, it's a women's um, higher end luxury brand. And uh, I, I had a break um, in 2015 uh, in between um, healthcare careers and through a, a conversation with one of my co-founders, Drew Ferguson, um, we, we decided this idea of um, there's the space of in the t-shirt realm of t-shirts, graphic t-shirts that really didn't really suit kind of more, I would say, uh, a 35 and above crowd. Uh, so we decided to fill that space um, with a potential brand. And we brought on uh, our third co-founder, uh, Brett Grafton, who is the art director for the brand. And we decided to create a brand that filled the space of, um, you know, really having something that brought more visual statement and voice to modern um, issues and topics. And it was right also at the beginning point of the 2016 elections. Um, so when Hillary uh, Clinton and Donald Trump were running for president and, you know, we just saw such an increase in voice and statements and, and just kind of like, you know, beginning to really 
put more emphasis on people finding their own voice. So it was kind of a, a good timing to create this brand ethos um, because we just saw uh, culturally um, in, in America, particularly during that time, uh, people were looking for more statement oriented type of things. So that what, that's kind of what, what haphazardly kind of became the, the beginnings of the brand. Gotcha. And I I think that's so cool that you all kind of identified a missing need in the market and then you filled that need. Um, One of my favorite things about your designs as I went through your website is just the simplicity of it. I mean, uh, the the sweatshirts, the hoodies with like just the singular mustache on it or a singular chest piece. Like I thought they were so cool. So I got to know, how have your designs evolved since founding to now? You know, it's interesting. When we started the brand, I would say it was very honorific, very focused on reflecting on individuals, icons that kind of paved the way for voice. So Malcolm X, uh, Nina Simone, Josephine Baker, um, you know, individuals who we kind of always identify or or figures, uh, Joan of Arc, for example, you know, who we identify as very much representative of voice. And then what we found um, through the first couple of years were people wanted to see themselves as having their own voice. So it's like, we always recognize Malcolm X as somebody who really, you know, paved the way and, and really does emulate this idea of sounding off and creating statement. So, but people really kind of responded to emblems and icons of things that reflected who they were. So things like the mustache, where it symbolizes the uh, recognition of health promotion, health awareness, is very much tied into um, the the November Men's Health Awareness Month. Um, We moved more to graphics that really do augment people's individual style and communicate something about themselves, Um, rather than just being, um, you know, I'm going to wear a t-shirt with uh, Jack Kerouac on the front, which, you know, there are people who love Jack Kerouac and love that whole degeneration and love the movement and what that stood for. Um, But I think, you know, in today's world, people are much, much more akin to wanting to share something about themselves and where something that's visualized of like, I have a voice and my voice is this. Uh, so that's like, you know, I would say that's where our design ethos has really evolved to. Definitely. And I, I, like I said, I love the simplicity of it and hearing you talk now, it's so interesting now that I'm thinking back to all the designs I saw, I'm now seeing, oh, all the subtext that is there with each design. So it's super cool. Um, so y- you did start, you know, this brand is totally original. You created it. What do you think the hardest thing about creating a brand is? Finding audience. Uh, you know, it's, it, you know, I, it, it's funny, you know, when we, when we started the brand and started the idea, ideation of the brand in 15 and started putting, you know, some true concreteness to the brand in 16, it was still on the, the precipice of build, build it and they will come and did in the, in the, in the uh, online world uh, because it was still, Online shopping, um, what's what's very much still in its um, beginning phases, but it it had matured and it matured much faster than than as we kind of got our, our our kind of anchors built into the brand. So, you know, the the challenges today um, are very much still kind of similar. It's like you know finding an audience just because you have an online store. Um, and have access to 
a lot of people through paid campaign and Instagram and Facebook, you know, it still very much is like, who's your audience? How do you find them? Because there's just even more competition now. Um, so the, the barriers of like having to build a store or having a storefront are less because you can do it in a much more economical fashion of building an online store, but the competition for that same person is even harder because we're all inundated with e-commerce now. Um, and everyone's very adapted to buying online. Um, so which is great, but it's still very much, how do you, how do you create your own ethos and voice and get it in front of enough people to make it meritable to be a sustaining brand. Now, when did you all realize you were getting traction and, and people were really liking what you were putting out there? You know, it's been a combination of um, increasing some awareness through 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 online um, and through the various different online levers. Uh, and it's also having a bit of a physical space. So we have a studio space in Chicago. It predominantly sits, uh, predominantly situates as our, you know, where we where we where we ship out of, um, where we design out of, um, and in in twenty late nineteen twenty twenty, um, we started to really kind of open on a regular basis on like weekends on Saturdays, uh, as we have people who are like, in particularly in Chicago and our in our in our neighborhood, who are you know, hey, can I come over and try something on? I really love it. Um, and the more frequent we've been able to do that and have kind of that live interaction and live co- conversation, you know, it really is being to kind of help us really design much more to what people are reacting to when they see it and touch it. Um, so it, you know, pure online is it's great. Um, but I think, you know, finding the hybrid in the middle of having something that is both still tactile, where people can still come in, touch, experience um, and just even get a conversation around the brand. I mean, the number of people who come into our studio on the weekends when we're open and just ask, like, what's sound off about? And in that two-minute spiel, and when they look around, they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in some instances, they become online customers because now they know the brand, they know the quality, they know what it is. Some, they still like the store experience to being something they can tangibly kind of look at it and touch at. So, you know, we, we've seen a couple different ways of how, you know, we, 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 we've, we've captured some audience and really beginning to build, build some headway um, in that space. Now, what kind of retailers uh, are the best to uh, carry your brand? So retailers who we've talked to, we've, we've dominantly still been um, solely um, through our online or store, um, we're, we're beginning to expose ourselves into some of the wholesale space. Uh, I would say retailers that are much more akin to independent brands, um, you know, uh, you know, brands that are not typically on Amazon. So, you know, the, the, the uniqueness of, we have a very, um, retail oriented product that people, people love the, the feel of it. They love the, uh, the overall quality of the product, uh, and then they love the story behind it, and they love the graphics. So you know those stores and retailers where um, you can they can really kind of complement and be able to talk about like here's what this design's about. This whole brand is about this. You see it in not only the quality of the goods, which peers us against 
um, you know, very, very, you know, anchored brands in the streetwear space in terms of quality. But then also, you know, we have a very consistent design ethos and a very consistent voice and people really can see it come through. And I think that's where, you know, retailers who have that uh, consumer conversation and direct retail conversation is going to really be something where this brand's going to, you know, really anchor more towards. Now, have reality TV shows that are fashion centric, like uh, Project Runway, Making the Cut, have they affected your industry in any way? Um, not. I would say not. Not directly. Um, those those shows are. You know, if you talk about Project Runway and that genre, they're much more geared to. Um, what I consider kind of more end to end, so from cut and sew all the way through, um, whereas Sound Off is much more anchored into the graphic and art and, and kind of design space. Um, and you know, we tether into um, you know pr- based product that that definitely fits our ethos. Um, but we don't we don't have to compete on this, the nature of you know having to cut and sew and create the base design. So, which is a very different. Um, very different space uh, if you're going to get into into that part of um, brand development. Do you have any advice for a young person who wants to get into the design industry? <laughs> um, go to it, go into it with open eyes. Um, and I think we all tend to get um, very starry eyed of the success stories of the brand that you know, they, they, they overnight, they became an instant success um, or, you know, the, the random opportunity where you get something on somebody like a Kardashian or an influencer and it becomes, um, you know, the, the immediate hot thing. And those are, those are the 1% out of the 99 to compare to the 99, where it just takes, it just takes a lot of hard work and just kind of, you have to keep pushing it and keep pushing it and keep pushing it. Um, and, the brands that really do sustain are those that kind of like over time, build their audience, build their, build their, build their design ethos, um, continue to kind of build out um, their overall um, strategy and grow it. Um, And if you find that anomaly um, where, you know, you do become that overnight, it can also be a challenge if you're not operationally prepared, because if you get dumped on a thousand orders um, and you don't know how to get a thousand orders out, um, it could also be a big challenge, you know, sustainability as well. So it's like go in, go in with as much open eyes as possible of if you get to spend 20% of your time doing the creative, which is the fun part, um, that's a lot. So Daryl, if someone's looking to start repping sound off, how can they find you guys? So obviously we're online. So um, we have contact information on our website, soundoffdesign.com. Um, all of our um, social media handles, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's at soundoffdesign. Um, and then, you know, direct, our studio is in Chicago in the Edgewater neighborhood. Um, so we're, we're usually there on Saturday afternoons. Um, and then through me directly, uh, through my um, email, which is uh, daryl.sneed at soundoffdesign.com. Awesome. And you can get the same products at both your in-person store and online? Yes. Great. Well, Daryl, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been so fun talking to you about Sound Off. Like I said, I was going through your website and I was really impressed and, and I really liked what you guys are putting out there. Great. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all again for listening to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and we'll see you next time. 
This episode of Chicago Business Radio has been brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com.